Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the, another episode of Business Insights with Mario and Matt on Online 90.5. Um, I'd like to just invite uh, somebody today, very special, uh, the phone interview. His name is Francisco. And the last week we interviewed the executive producer of the former Josh Kazim. It was a great interview and because we at 90.5 Business Insights believe in news and supporting, you know, strong journalism after having George on both Matthew and I thought, because we believe in a great work the former is doing, uh, that we want to have the former team every Wednesday with us to discuss stories and who they'll be interviewing this week. So this will be like a regular weekly spot with uh, with uh, with uh, with the people from the former. Uh, welcome, Francisco. And before we get into who you are interviewing and what issues you're looking into, how's the former going? And because as a news and current affairs broadcast you have quickly developed yourself reputation for tackling hard issues. Are running with stories other than media have been afraid to tackle. You have even set the pace on many issues. The other media are now just starting to catch up. Welcome, Francisco, and please give us the news for this week. Um, hi, Mario. Good afternoon. Thank, um, thank you afternoon. for having me on. You're welcome. Um, yeah, the format is going extremely well. Um, we've been seeding the base on a whole range of issues, you know, since we started. Um, uh, we are always prepared to tackle the stories that most media won't touch, you know. Um, that's why we call ourselves independent media. That's very important for us. Yes. Um, and also I wanted to say to everyone out there, to projects like The Informer, like you guys, we need more people to support it. Yes. We need people to be with us. Um, yes. Because what we are experiencing today is basically we have two narratives. Mm, we have the traditional media yeah. giving us one narrative. So it's very important for the good of everyone yeah. to have a second side. You know, it's always good to listen to the, the other side, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what we are all about, giving voice to the people who doesn't have a voice in the mainstream media. Um, May I ask you, Francisco, yeah. why, 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 why we have that this now, this landscape of journalism? It's been, you know, sidetracking. I mean, like we have the only one news, but then it's a less and less independent voices in industry. Why is that? Um, well, look, if we try to go and find the source of all these issues, um, basically, if you see around the world, mainstream media. The owners of the mainstream media mm. are most of the time the people in power, ah, okay. the people in business, big companies, you know, so I don't want to blame no one, mm -hmm. but the scenario looks like the big company pushing the TV channel to do not put on air some kind of content. Yes. You know, it is like that. It's been like that. Now we are lucky that um, pl platforms like social media or even YouTube or um, 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 online radio yes. is giving us, you know, technology is giving us the chance to compete at the same level. I come from Chile. I'm from, from South America. And you can see already starting to happen in there that people is realizing uh -huh. about what traditional media is doing. 
Yes. And people started to follow independent media. Yes. I'm from Chile. I'm very aware of what's going on in there. So I know the numbers. Today, the most views, um, the, the shows with more views are the shows of independent media. Podcasting, oh, okay. YouTube channel. So it's already happening. Interesting. All yeah. around the world. So we have a problem, but then we're fighting against the problem at the yes. same time, you know. There's still something we can do. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Like, like Chile, Chile was um, being ruled by the one of the most ruthless tyrants, um, Pinochet, right? If I'm correct. Yes. Sadly, Chile was under um, a dictatorship for more than twenty years. Yes. And then after that, supposedly yeah. the dictatorship the dictatorship end. Yeah. And then we jump into the democracy system. Yes. But specifically what happened in Chile is the dictatorship, all the, let's say, all the dictatorship government. Yes. Who was Pinochet and all his ministers and all the people in charge for 20 years. Yes. Um, they rewrote the entire constitution. Uh-huh. Okay. So from 1973... To 1991, Chile was in a dictatorship, but then after 1991, till last year, Chile is being governed by a constitution written under the dictatorship. Uh And we were told that we were living under democracy. (laughs) So it's been... Interesting, yeah. Interesting, yeah. Many years of that, and two years ago, after... Issues after issues after issues um, related to politics, related to corruption. People in Chile just yeah. literally went to the street yeah. and burned everything. Wow, that's very interesting. But Francisco, yeah. you have the nickname. I'm calling Francisco. But what's your nickname? How do people know you? Ah, well, um, <laughs> no, because yes. Yeah, everyone calls me Roca. Actually, my name is Francisco Roca. Yes. But Francisco is too long. I don't know. I got used to be called Roca. So now we are friends. You guys can call me Roca as well. Roca as well. So Francisco, <laughs> let's go, let's go share with us something. Some some of your news this uh, for this week. Yeah. Uh, we want to talk some about taxes. See, you have uh, something to share with us about taxes in Melbourne. Yeah. Well, this week we're gonna be talking with Eugene Ferraro. Um, he's one of the Australian leading accountants. Um, he was a highly successful accounting practice here in Melbourne. Yes. Um, and his team are advisor to some of Australia's major corporate and major wealth earners. Yes. Um, so we're going to have a very, very interesting conversation with him. Um, we will be talking to Gene, um, about the impact of Andrew's government yes. lockdown, uh, having on pretty much every industry, small business. Um, yeah, we, we, we are starting to see so many sad stories about small and medium. So how the, how the lockdown, what he says, Eugene, um, that, so that the, the lockdowns had a big impact on the businesses, right? Uh, the financially. Yeah. And uh, how, how are we going to come out of this? What do Eugene says to you guys? Well, um, look, um, it, it, 
yeah, it's a it's a hard conversation. Yes. Um, but he says that the government numbers simply don't stack up. Yes. The cost to Victorians and Australians, government funding, yes. um, repaying the debt, and you know, like recover the markets, it's going to be very, very, very difficult. Yes. And um, we don't really know the true extent of the unemployment. That is a that what is very the, yeah. What the funding from the government pieces. Yes. So we are gonna be facing big issues probably sadly. Yes. You know this is like pretty much a second pandemic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Itself. And look, on other news, there's a good news I would like to share with our yeah. listeners about rapid antigen testing. What do you have for us on that field? Um, talking about um, this week, we are going to be talking with John Kelly yes. from Atomo Diagnosis. Um, John Kelly is the founder and CEO of this company. Um, he okay. has led the charge around... Um, hold on, sorry. I'm going to start that again. Yeah, no, it's okay. So, John Kelly is the founder and CEO of Atomo Diagnosis. Diag- hold on, Sorry. No, that's again. okay. That's all. listeners are patients because uh, what's yeah. calling? It's a, uh, it's it's very important for us to know the antigen testing. It's uh, rapid antigen testing. It's been developed, and if I'm correct, uh, as we before we spoke, um, they try to shift the focus of the to consider to government to consider rapid antigen testing, and why is important yeah. to, as a management tool to contain COVID outbreaks. Please. So um, John Kelly is the founder and CEO of. Atomo Diagnostics. Yes. Um, John and his team at Atomo over the past 20 months have been working hard to shift the focus of the state and federal government. Yes. Um, to consider rapid antigen testing. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be talking to us uh, about why it is important as a management tool to contain COVID outbreaks. Yes. Um, They've been extremely successful uh, in the refocusing. Okay, sorry, I'm gonna take it from there. <laughs> yes, so that's okay. Right. Yeah, it's a different when you talk on the phone when you're talking in person. But you know, like the 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 uh, the, the point here is that John, um, what's uh, uh, the country can expect to see the rapid test testing is in full swing and what the government industry strategy will be to get people to do the self-testing because I think that's a more appropriate we have the rapid antigen testing for the businesses rather than just you know to make an extra layer of the security rather than just being um, uh, what's it called the COVID swab and everything else so that that's the that's the news from the Atoma Diagnostics yeah yeah so John Kelly um We'll discuss the change that the country can expect to see happen once yeah. the rapid antigen testing is full is in full swing. Yeah. Um, um, we feel that it's going to be uh, really good for everyone. Yes. For the government, for industries, and for the people. Yeah. And basically, he's saying that. At some point, we are all gonna have to get used to self-testing. For example, yes, that's so interesting. that's yeah. a very very interesting conversation we're gonna have with him. Yes, um, yeah. 
That is very interesting. Eh? And uh, for the last for the last news, tell me something nice. I mean, workforce. What's the what's the, this um, rise uh, re- release report behind the figures into challenging young people face uh, when entering the workforce? Um. Um, are we still talking about John Kelly or are we jumping into Karen Graham? Karen Graham now, Karen Graham, yes, because that's yeah. a very interesting yeah. as well, a topic that yeah. people can, for the work, you know what I mean? The work is very important, yes. Yeah, so um, with Karen Graham, we will also be speaking, um, hold on, I'm going again. Your editing guy is going to hate me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's okay. We're going to put as it is because this is the honest conversation. And this business insights show with Mario Matt, it does actually give the people the hope and that they empower them, they motivate them. So that's a good thing we're discussing to you guys because you have access to some news I don't have, like this John Kelly for diagnostics for the antigen rapid testing. Yeah. Uh, crime Gra- Karen Graham, uh, CEO of the Talent Rise of Australia, New Zealand. And... Uh, you're going to talk to him, uh, what's the challenges young people facing when entering the workforce? Yeah. Um, so we will also be speaking with the CEO of Talent Rise in Australia and New Zealand, yes. Karen Graham. Um, Rice recently released a report behind the figures into the challenge young people face when entering the workforce. Yes. Um, the aim of the report is to raise awareness of these issues yes. young people are facing when they are trying to enter the workforce. Uh, we will be sharing this um, with business um, globally so they can hopefully start fixing things. Yes. Um, so, look, think about this. We all have been that young person. Yes, we did. Once upon a time. Yeah, but at least, at least me, you know? yes. Um, so yeah, this new generation of kids, it doesn't, we, they, we are facing one of the biggest issues as a, yes. you know, worldwide community today. Yes. Um, so yeah, we, for us, it's always um, good to try to give information to those mm. young boys and girls try to enter the, the, the workforce, you know, yes. give them some advice about how to behave, how things are going on, you know, yeah. That's very good. Eh? Well, Francisco, thank you for the for the today, this uh, this, this interview. Um, please stay with me online, and uh, I'm just going to talk to you before we end up. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us on website Alive 90.5. I spoke with Francisco. You need to listen to this interview, so you're going to find out his nickname. Everybody knows him from the Informa. And uh, thank you for listening to Line 90.5, Business Insights with Mario and Matt. Mm-hmm.